Welcome to Interviews with Innocence, a podcast about spirituality, consciousness, and exploring the wisdom our children bring into this world. I believe that our very young children are our greatest teachers. After all, they're the masters of living in the present moment, bubbling in unconditional love, enjoying the messiness of life, and curious about the universe in all its dimensions. The pure essence that young children exhibit lives within all of us. My hope is that these interviews will help us discover, embrace, and connect with the sacred core of childhood that resides within each of our hearts. I am your host, Marla Hughes. Today, I am super excited to have Ava Goulet on the show. Ava is an international best-selling author and the founder of Dancing Jaguar Inspirations, a company that creates metaphysical programs and products for all ages. Spirit Camp is a foundational program that provides a smorgasbord of teachings so children can create a wisdom toolbox for life. When students learn to trust their intuition and connect to their higher wisdom, they are able to thrive and live with confidence and self-awareness. Beautiful bio. Welcome to the program, Ava. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so, so wonderful to have you. So tell us about how you began down this path of bringing the metaphysical and children together. Well, I have always loved working with children, and I have always been very, very spiritual. So those two things have always been a part of my life. At one point in time, it's been quite a few years ago now, I suffered a traumatic brain injury in a head-on car crash. And it was many years recovering from that. I had to up, you know, uproot my life where I was living in Southern California and come return to Maine, where I grew up and lived with my parents for nine years while I was recovering. Wow. And then um, I moved out on my own and uh, started back on my spirituality path. And as I was doing that and continuing to heal my brain at 3.20 in the morning, I would receive these downloads of information that I didn't understand for a while. But I I, um, realized over time that I was given information about how to start teaching spirituality concepts and metaphysical tools to children in really fun playful, interactive ways. And I started borrowing my friend's children and (laughs) um, sharing the information with them. And over time, that information that I was receiving became Dancing Jaguars Spirit Camp. And as I shared it with children, the, uh, the parents absolutely loved it. They could see that their children were thriving, that they were like sponges, just wanting to soak it up more. So Um, Over time, spirit camp for adults became a thing because the parents wanted to be learning the same thing the children were learning. So um, I heard many times, this is the summer camp I needed when I was a child. (laughs) Do one for me too. So anyway, now I have spirit camp for all age ranges. (laughs) Right. Beautiful. And don't you actually teach people to become camp directors, if you will? So you are you doing this all over the United States now? Yes, actually, it's a global vision that I was given as I was receiving all of these downloads of information um, that this is the way to change 
the trajectory of our planet, really, this is the way to shift the consciousness of our planet is by planting these beautiful seeds in children. um, And in one generation, we can have awake, aware, conscious children growing up into adulthood, understanding their connection to all that is and making decisions that are that are in alignment for the good of all. And um, so there is a teacher training program for Spirit Camp for Children, Spirit Camp for Teens, Spirit Camp for Adults. And we are creating this beautiful web of support for all ages around the world now. Interesting. Wow. So so what exactly do you do in this in the Spirit Camp for Children? Can you just give us? Sure. Uh, Oh, I'd be happy to. I love talking about spirit camp. (laughs) Well, each day is set up for a different theme. And Monday, our very first day of spirit camp, um, we introduce children to the concept that we're actually a spirit living in a human body. And, you know, it's just a really fun and playful way that we introduce that concept to children by reading them a children's story that um, has two characters. And one is a spirit who has come to earth with her little friend to remind her that she is also a spirit. And it's, it's such a fun little playful book. And so anyway, we open spirit camp with that. And then we spent the day building the sacred tools that we're going to be using throughout the rest of the week. And as we are building our tools that we're, we'll be using, um, we're creating community. We're building that foundation for trust and um, sharing and building the relationships that we need. So as the children start processing work a little uh, deeper, um, as we move on in the course of the week, they have built up this, this foundation of trust with the other people in the camp. And we all know each other and Monday is just about building community and building tools. And then Tuesday is energy day. So that's when the children learn that we are all made up of energy, as is everything around us. We spend a day learning about chakras and auras and working with pendulums and dowsing rods and gemstones and crystals and aromatherapy and learning how um, energy around us impacts us and how our energy has an impact on the world around us. And we start learning the importance of taking responsibility for what we're putting out into the world. So it's a really big eye-opening day for children. And they are always so excited about um, learning about all of these tools and, and learning about their chakras and how they can support themselves. So Uh, Okay, so that's Tuesday. Wednesday is all about shamanic journeying and learning about spirit helpers and how we always have spirit helpers available to support us and help us whenever we need help um, or support in our lives. And so children learn how to work with their spirit helpers. And we um, introduce children to power animals and how to work with power animals. And this by far is the most exciting part of spirit camp for 98% of all children. Mm -hmm. They love learning that they have a power animal in their lives. And then uh, Thursday, it's a bunch of 
uh, more inner work. The children learn how to discern who the voices are that they're hearing in their self-talk, their inner critic and their inner champion. And we do a whole module on learning how to reclaim our personal power and what personal power is and how we can use our own personal power once we have learned how to work with it and master our own power, how to take that out into the world, to do good in the world with it. And um, we do modules on anger management and breathing techniques, mindfulness. So there's a lot of inner work um, and more um, tools being added to their spirit toolboxes on Thursday. And then on Friday, um, we learn how to work with nature spirits on Friday. And I love one of the last exercises we do in camp um, because children learn how to connect um, energetically to the natural world. Mm -hmm. So the children actually go out and experience sensing the, the aura of a tree and then connecting to the tree energetically and really getting to um, understand that, that uh, tree from an energetic perspective. And then we ask the children to place their third eye on a tree trunk and meditate for a few minutes and then bring back a message from the tree to share with our group. And I can't tell you how profound some of the messages are that the children come back with. And, you know, for somebody five years old to come back with, you know, a really profound message that is way beyond their years. I mean, I really believe that these children are understanding on a really deep level that we are all connected. We are a part of this great web of life. And if we can grow up or, or if they can grow up and if we can teach children how to grow up, really understanding that interconnectedness, this really can change the world. And that's what makes Spirit Camp so exciting to me is the potential for how this can shift um, our world by having all of these little spiritual warriors growing up with that innate wisdom inside them. Mm -hmm. I love this. It's so incredibly important. And I assume that this toolbox then they take home and, and put it in a sacred or special place to call upon when, when needed. And, I just, I just love it. So you've already talked a little bit why you feel it's important, but I know you have some stories to tell us about, um, yeah, of, of children's experiences during spirit camp. Can you share a few of those? I would love to. I love <laughs> sharing these stories. So I want to tell a story about a little five-year-old um, who actually went to spirit camp before she even started kindergarten. So wow. a few months after school started, uh, one day she she was in school all day, which was a huge change for her because she'd never been away from her mom. And one day at lunch, she missed her mom and started crying. And some of the older kids at the school teased her. And when she got home from school that day, she started relaying that story to her mom. And of course, her mom was so um, heartbroken to hear that her yeah. child was you know, being teased for crying and missing her mom. And her mom asked her how she handled that. And she said, mom, I was fine. I know how to protect myself. I zipped up my chakras. So, you know, this tool, this, it's a really fun, playful way we teach kids how to, you know, 
how to protect themselves energetically right. when they go out in the world. And to know that this child at just barely five years old pulled a tool out of her spirit toolbox from spirit camp and just used it when she needed it. That's powerful stuff. Kids are so empowered when they come to spirit camp, because they're learning how to take care of themselves. They're learning self-regulation techniques. They're learning um, self-care, like in a situation like this, where she just needed to protect herself when she didn't have mom and dad around and she knew what to do. The beauty of it too, is that you're not waiting until something comes about in a child's life that they, they need that you're teaching them really um, in a way that they're very, it's very practical. And then they have that toolbox when, when these life challenges do come up and wouldn't that be great if we had all of those until just waiting until that moment, something goes, you know, kind of goes wrong or goes haywire. Absolutely. It's kind of proactive. It's giving them the tools before they need to use them. Exactly. And another one I'll share about chakras, which I think is really fun as well, is another story about a five-year-old who, um, whose mom came home from work one day, really exhausted. And at five years old, this child went up to her mom and asked her if she wanted her to align her chakras before dinner, because (laughs) she knew her mom would feel better if, if, This little five-year-old aligned her chakras. And and the beauty of this story to me is what the mom said to me afterwards. You know, she shared the story with me, which was really beautiful to hear. But then she shared that she realized when her daughter said that to her, how important the teachings of Spirit Camp are, because she realized her daughter had just become a participant in the holistic and um, health and well-being of her family. She was no longer just a five-year-old child waiting for mom and dad to always take care of her. She was able to come forward with knowledge and wisdom that she had from attending spirit camp. And she had the tools to be able to align her mom's chakras for her Mm. before dinner. So that is, again, um, another powerful example of how necessary and needed This information is because it puts children into like a different playing field when it comes to um, healthcare and well-being and families, because these kids are growing up with tools and knowledge and wisdom and knowing how to use it. Right. And do you feel like in a way that it's, it's validating to these children because they really already know all of this, you know, but it's, it's not that anyone's talking about it or they're able to use it. So the validation must just be incredible. Absolutely. And to validate what you just said about how they already know this stuff. One day I was talking to children about auras and this little boy, maybe eight, was looking so frustrated while I was talking. And when I finished, you know, completing that part of what I was sharing with them, I asked him if there was something that he wanted to share. And he said, like, so matter of factly, why didn't anyone ever tell me that there's a word for those colors? Why don't we talk about this stuff? So this child had been seeing auras his entire life. His parents didn't know that. 
But when they picked him up from spirit camp that day, they learned that. And we (laughs) had a whole conversation around that. So yes, I want to just, you know, go right back to what you were saying that children already know this stuff. Mm -hmm. They just don't have the vocabulary to have conversations about it. And what we're doing at spirit camp is normalizing their experiences and giving them the vocabulary to be able to have conversations about this. Mm -hmm. Yes. So important. So talking about going out into nature and talking with spirits in nature and trees and, and all of those things, which is, it's so once again, incredibly important. And you, you talked a little bit about recalling the song colors of the wind from Pocahontas. Can Mm -hmm. you elaborate on that a bit? Well, I I just love the words to that song. Um, And oftentimes when people ask me about spirit camp and I talk about the work that we do in nature, that song comes up in, um, you know, in the back of my mind as I'm sharing it, because that's a song that many people are familiar with because Mm. that movie was so popular. Um, And, you know, when we go out into nature at spirit camp, my, um, um, suggestion or my big teaching to children is to learn how to listen, not just with our ears, but with our heart and learn how to see not just with our eyes, but with our heart. When we go out into the natural world with an open heart, we experience nature at a much deeper level than when we're just going out and using our five senses to experience the natural world. So we become really mindfully present in the moment when we are out in the world and we can um, take in the wind, the messages from the wind, the colors of the wind from Pocahontas again. We can um, listen to the messages from the trees. And as as in Pocahontas, when she was speaking to Grandmother Tree, um, we have the children in spirit camp on the last day of camp um, go and experience, go up to a tree and experience the energy of the tree by just placing their hands. um, You know, we're a distance from the tree when we start this exercise. And then they, get closer and closer to the tree by asking the tree's permission. Mm -hmm. And you can sense the, um, you can really sense the energy of a tree when you start asking permission of it to enter its, its energy field. And then we ask the children to place their third eye chakra on the trunk of the tree and meditate with the tree, connect to its energy, and then bring back a message for our group. And it's just amazing to hear some of the messages that children come back with. There was a five-year-old boy one time who said, um, well, you told me to listen with my heart and not with my ears. And when I did that, I could hear the sap moving inside the tree. I thought, holy cow, like that was a five-year-old child saying that. And then another child who is probably a little more than five, um, said that she, the tree told her that it wanted her to protect it because it felt like it might get blown over in a windstorm. And this was a really huge tree that this child was um, meditating under. And, and I was walking with her from that tree trunk that she was just at kind of walking 
back towards the rest of our group with her as she was sharing that with me. And I looked back and looked up at the top of this tree, which was very tall. And the top third of the tree was dead. And I realized, holy cow, that tree could very well blow over in a windstorm. Um, the top of the tree could right, snap off. Right. right. And so I was thinking, there's no way this child could have seen that while she was under the tree connecting to the energy of that tree. So those are the types of things that children keep coming back with the types of messages um, that they keep coming back with when they do that particular exercise. And that's the exercise that I feel really helps children embody the knowledge and the wisdom that we are all connected. There is spirit in everything around us. And if we just open our hearts and take the time to connect to those things around us, we can actually have communication with them and build um, communication, build, uh, build relationships, built on trust. And we are helping these children um, find that reverence for Mother Nature that is so absent in our society today as a whole. I don't mean I'm not generalizing everybody in yes. the world, but um, there are there is such a need for the majority of people on our planet to understand that reverence that is so necessary to support Mother Earth in the way that she supports us. So um, anyway, I feel like I'm rambling, yes. but no, no, that's a big teaching. Not at <laughs> all. Well, my, my next question is how you talk about how this work brings hope to the world. And um, one thing I see just by to answer it a little bit <laughs> is that you're creating ambassadors for mm -hmm. the world and they are going to, you know, the next generation, there's going to be a lot of challenges there are right now and to, to understand these. So, so how do you, um, when you talk about bringing hope to the world, what, what exactly do you mean by that? Well, I see that, um, you know, peace begins at home in our mm -hmm. hearts. Peace, peace begins with us. And as these children are learning tools for their own self-care, self-compassion, mm -hmm. forgiveness for self, and then for the world around them, um, if we can plant that seed of peace, love, compassion, and acceptance in the hearts of the children and share with them experiences like connecting to the natural world energetically and communicating with the trees, um, these children, as they're they're um, growing up, let's just take through their high school years, they are going to have a much more solid sense of who they are because they're in touch with their authenticity mm -hmm. already. So they're not going to be caving into peer pressure from their friends because they know how to tap into their inner wisdom they know how to connect to their intuition. They know how to access information from their spirit helpers. So they have the ability to make decisions that are based on their highest good, as opposed to caving into any peer pressure around them. So that is going to shift how children go into their teen years. And from that point on, as they're going into college years, it's going to... Um, give them 
a, a really strong foundation for choosing how they want to share that wisdom, that innate wisdom that mm. they've grown up with. How do they want to share that with the world? And that, so it's going to be helping them in terms of what they want to bring forward in the world as their gift. And then as they are meeting their partners and raising families, they um, will be able to share this wisdom with their own children. And if these are people who are doing community service or going into politics or becoming leaders in their communities, they will be able to make decisions for the highest good of all, as opposed to making decisions based on greed or based on what's best for a certain corporation. They have a really strong foundation of um, integrity, morality, truth, wisdom. And that is the foundation that um, is going to be shifting the consciousness of the world. Because at some point in time, they go from making decisions for themselves to making decisions for their families, to making decisions for their community, and then making the decisions for the world at large. And with a really strong foundation like Spirit Camp, we can trust them to be making decisions that are in the highest good of all of us. And that's the kind of world I want to live in because that's the kind of world that we'll all be able to thrive in. And there will be much more um, balance in the world when we have children being raised like this and being the ones who are the decision makers for all of us. Yes. The ripple effect. That's a pretty lofty vision, isn't it? So that's a very lofty vision, but if, especially if um, parents, caregivers encourage these, this toolbox and these things, you know, throughout their lives and, and just keep it, keep it going, keep it in the, you know, in the energy of the home and for the child. So if, if a parent or caregiver wants to, maybe they can't go to spirit camp or there's not a spirit camp around or something like that. What, what things would you suggest little things that parents could do just to kind of start getting their children to be in touch with some of these things that you're talking about? Well, there are lots and lots of great books out there. Um, that people can start with, but also like I do parent workshops online. I um, occasionally put up a series for children online. I've done book clubs for kids online. So uh, getting in touch with um, dancingjaguarinspirations.com, going on to our email list, um, there are always tools and blog posts and information that I'm sharing, events that I'm putting out there that can help parents start exploring how to support their child in this way. Um, but the beauty is that um, through the Dancing Jaguar Teacher Training Program, we have trained teachers across the United States. There are 80 spirit camp teachers right now Wow! in different parts of the U.S. and Canada, Um, And as time goes on, we will be teaching more and more teachers to be able to bring this to the children in their communities. And right now um, it's summertime. So spirit camps are up and running um, in the U.S. But even during the school year, what I'm encouraging spirit camp teachers to do is to run after school programs or weekend workshops 
in their communities so that we can start supporting children year round and not just through this five day summer camp program. Mm -hmm. So um, I think one of the really good things that parents can do is just get on our email list and start um, learning some of the tools that I am sending out there. And we're always developing products at Dancing Jaguar as well for children. So um, parents can see we have an online store and they can start um, looking at some of the offerings that we have. Yeah, nice. That's that's good to know. Um, so you talk about how children can heal through mm-hmm. a spirit camp. And once again, you have a few stories, the first one being about Lucy, or maybe that's the... So tell us a little bit about Lucy. Sure. She was a child who... Um, was 13 years old, and she was going into a really dark place in her life. She was really going goth, and everything was black and dark and right. purple lipstick. And um, she was starting to hang out with friends that were impacting her life negatively. Her mom and her therapist were very concerned about her, and they thought that spirit camp would be a really good place for her to go for summer camp. So, uh, and she was already starting to cut as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. So they they really were concerned about her. And I remember on the second day of spirit camp, um, her mom texted me and, and said, um, I don't know who this child is you're sending home to me because this child is smiling and I haven't seen my child smile for months. What are you doing? And I, you know, I shared with her that we're, I wasn't doing anything. What I was doing was kind of pointing the focus to her, like giving her a roadmap to her inner world. And she was starting to follow that roadmap and learning about who she was, what made her tick and what's going on inside of her. And she was thriving with that. And one of the things that we do at spirit camp towards the end of the week is we do a fire ceremony and I teach kids how to um, move energy yucky energy that they're feeling like in their in their um abdomen area you know how we get a knot in our stomach when we feel something that doesn't feel right so i just teach kids an exercise on how to move that energy in their body and move it up and then we blow that energy into um, a pine cone and there's a whole teaching around this about energy and transmuting energy and this pine cone is holding that energy for the child and then we're going to offer it to a fire in a fire ceremony and the fire transmutes that energy um, from negative and um, neutralizes it. So there was a big teaching around this, but the day after spirit camp ended, that child's grandmother had a stroke and she was not going to survive. And she was the main childcare provider for the family. So the mom texted me that Saturday and said she was really scared. Her daughter was going to start cutting again. And could I give her any advice? And I told her to just re- remind her daughter of her spirit toolbox. And if she wanted any support to please call me because I would be there in a heartbeat. But uh, the mom emailed me the next day and said she was writing through tears because her daughter came to her after the reminder of her spirit toolbox, came to her and said, mom, we need to do a fire ceremony for grandma. And we're all going to write letters to her. And then we're going to read them around the fire and we'll put the letters in the fire. The fire will burn them. The smoke will carry our words up to heaven. The energy will be transmuted from the letter to the smoke 
carried to heaven so that when grandma arrives in heaven, she'll have letters waiting from her, from all of her family. And Uh. the mom said at that point in time, she knew her daughter was going to be okay. And now she understood what the spirit toolbox was all about. Her child had tools to help herself get through one of the most difficult experiences of her life, losing her grandmother. And um, then the mom followed up with me, you know, a couple months later and just said that her daughter started school and was a completely different child this year. She had let go of the goth, changed friends and had tools to be able to help support herself as things came up in life. When she hit a bump in the road, she had a tool to take care of that bump. Oh, wow. What a powerful story. Powerful. Do you ever find children? I actually, I think maybe you were going to talk about this a little bit. It's so interesting because you're talking about so much shamanic, you know, shamanic. And I've I've studied shamanism for quite a while, and it can just be so incredibly helpful. And and you talked a little bit about at the top of a small hill overlooking a grove of birch trees. Mm-hmm. Used to with five to eight year old children. Yes, I I can tell you that story too. That's really sweet. One of the very first spirit camps I ever taught was when I was teaching children um, about the opening ceremony where um, it's a shamanic opening of the sacred space where we call in the spirits of the directions. Uh, It's called an invocation. And I was explaining what that would be like to the children. I gave them all rattles and I had my drum and we did the invocation. And then I asked the children to sit down so we could talk about what that was and see, I could see if they had any questions. And this little five-year-old raised her hand and said, my brother died when he was little. And when you were calling in the spirits, he came and he's just right here. Can he stay and play with us today? And I thought, wow, I didn't expect that to be coming. (laughs) So I asked her if she wanted her little brother to stay and play with us today. And she said, yes. So he did. And every day when I did the invocation, her brother arrived and she never talked about him the rest of the day. So I don't know at what point he left or if he stayed with her all day. But the mom and dad at our closing ceremony on um, the last day said that it was such a healing week for the entire family because they knew that the children were still connected and that um, it gave them so much peace to know that he was still very much a part of their lives. Mm. So, um, you know, that's a really big deal too. And it just led me to one other really powerful story um, I would love to share. Do you mind? Sure. No, not at all. So this particular child um, was in one of my Virginia camps and she was just struggling to find her power animal on power animal day. So I um, offered to do a journey on her behalf and I came back with the essence of starfish, which was very unusual for me. I'd never come back with a starfish for anyone before. So I asked my spirit helpers, why starfish? And I was told that when a starfish loses one of its appendages, it will grow back. And this particular child is having a lot of emotional turmoil and she needs to have starfish medicine in her life. And I thought, Okay, I don't know how to say that to an eight year old. (laughs) So I asked for help in in saying it to the child in a way that she would understand. And when I shared that with her, she started patting her cheeks and just sobbing tears of joy. 
And she just kept going, oh my God, oh my God, this is so incredible. Oh my God, you have no idea as she's just sobbing. And of course, I created plenty of space and opportunity for her to share more about why it was so big for her. And she opted not to. So of course, I respected that. And when she was quieted down enough, um, we went and joined the other kids in the camp. But when her dad came to pick her up that day, I felt like it was really important to share that with him because her her response reaction was so big. And as I shared it with him, he said, I know why that was so important to her when, um, well, she is, is just starting to come to terms with the fact that she feels like she's a boy who is trapped in the body of a girl. And she's really having a lot of emotions right now. And she doesn't know what to do with them. And she's really struggling. And what you did is you just gave her hope. Yes. And I said, I didn't do anything. This is all spirit. And what happened today is her power animal came forward and um, revealed itself to her. And now she knows that she has the ability to heal through this. And the family was so moved by her experience at spirit camp that they ended up um, decorating her her bedroom by bringing in a starfish theme for her oh. so she could be surrounded by starfish to always remember the hope that starfish is bringing to her in her life mm. and like, what a wonderful really... powerful yeah. and, and what wonderful parents to do that you know to I guess they would have to be really open to this idea anyway, because they are, you know, having their kids go to spirit camp. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, we need to start wrapping it up, even though I could talk about this stuff all day, but let's talk about your words of wisdom. And then I know you have one more story for me um, about John. Okay. Well, the words of wisdom of wisdom I have actually, uh, there's a message that I received from spirit when I received all these downloads of the curriculum and that message is the world is ready and the children are waiting. Mm -hmm. And I believe the children are waiting for every single one of us who understand the world of spirituality and metaphysics. And it's time for us to step up and really mentor these children so that they can be the change makers in the world. Um, and the other thing I just want to share about um, words of wisdom is a mom sharing with me that she felt her daughter went through a personal evolution in five days because of all of the information she's learned, you know, starting from just learning from on day one that she's a spirit in a human body and then building all of these pieces of information and wisdom and knowledge and tools in her spirit toolbox throughout the course of the week. It's really um, a, a powerful evolutionary change for children in a matter of a 30-hour summer camp. So, um, and I guess I'll end with my story about John, who um, was a student who was really struggling in school. And he was always getting into little arguments with kids and sticking his tongue out at kids. He was probably around eight as well. And being sent out into the hall. And we do a, a breath um, at spirit camp called peace breath, where I ha have the kids envision that they're holding mother earth in the palms of their hands. 
And I have them inhale, filling up their heart chakra with love and peace. And then as we exhale, whisper the word peace and set the intention that we are sending peace all over Mother Earth. And then the second time we do the exercise, I invite the children to think of someone they've had a recent conflict with and to envision that person in the palm of their hands. And when they whisper peace the second time, sending peace to that person and that situation that they're having with that person. So long time after spirit camp ended, John called me and said that he had an idea and he wanted to know if I thought it would work when he gets sent out into the hall because he's getting uh, antagonistic with this other child in the classroom. Did I think it would work if he put John in the palm of his hands energetically and did peace breath and whispered peace to John and to the situation, I mean, to the child that he was in conflict with and to their situation And right there, I just realized, holy cow, that kid really got it. That's the secret to world peace. And at eight years old, he understood that and was calling to just make sure that that was something that he could do. That's so sweet that he called you. Yes. Yeah. And you know what's really interesting? At first, you said, John, to put the, the conflict person in his hands, but you also said, and as an accident, put John, wouldn't it be interesting for him to take himself and think of himself or his past and put peace around himself? Put, you, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so great. Well, Ava, you're doing amazing work in the world and I want to thank you for that. And I may have to get involved. And it's just, it's, it's so incredibly important. So people want to know more about you and more about spirit camp. How would they find you? Um, You can go to spiritcamp.net. It's a little short link that takes you straight to the dancing Jaguar inspirations.com website. It's just a short link to remember. It's much easier spiritcamp.net. Okay. I do um, informational free webinars um, on uh, about every four or six weeks about the teacher training programs. If you are someone that wants to get involved and not everybody wants to teach spirit camp, but there are a lot of grandparents and parents and educators who want to learn these tools so they can start sharing it with the children in their lives. So um, the webinars are not just for people who want to learn how to teach this, like in a big formal spirit camp right. setting in the summers. It's for there for anybody. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. And it's so nice to finally meet you and and share this, share this beautiful work. So you have a great day. Take care of your back. Thank you. <laughs> and we will be in touch soon, I'm sure. Thank you, Marla. I appreciate this opportunity to speak thank with you, you and your audience. You're welcome. Bye-bye. I just loved this conversation with Eva and Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing some stories that Eva shared with me about what children experience and what they said after these beautiful camps she has. So we'll begin with the first story. And once again, over the next four or five weeks, I will be sharing more. Enjoy. On one of our days at Spirit Camp, we explore energy and how energy affects us, our bodies, and how our energy impacts the world around us. 
and we spend a great deal of time in the morning exploring the chakras and children love this particular morning at spirit camp because it's just full of games and crafts and songs and activities well one day a few months after spirit camp i received an email from a mom who said that she had returned home from work the previous day exhausted and her daughter who attended spirit camp when she was just barely five years old met her at the door and said mom would you like me to align your chakras for you before dinner i think you would feel better and the mom said first of all she was amazed that her daughter remembered that information from when she attended spirit camp but also she realized how empowering this information is because in that moment her five-year-old daughter had become a partner in the holistic well-being of another family member this child had the wisdom the knowledge and the tools to know that she could support her mom when she was facing some challenges. It's an amazing thing to see children empowered with tools like this. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find us at interviewswithinnocence.com and on Facebook or Instagram at Interviews with Innocence. Please write me a message. Tell me what you liked and let me know what else you would like to hear. I would love to hear from you. And if you liked what you heard, please leave us an iTunes rating and review. It helps other listeners find the show. Thank you. Thank you.